Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Instead of Matt and Matt and his ice cream social sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. Another knobs and dials, Jacob the audio guy. <laughs> We're preaching, preaching fun. <laughs> Fucking Paul. What's happening? <laughs> he has one line in the opening up in the opening song, yeah. and he yawns and leans away from the microphone during his one line. Die, <laughs> die. Um, oh, well, tuckered out. Well, tuckered out. But uh, I thought that the hot dog and cherry coke for breakfast would carry you through the day. No, apparently not. <laughs> apparently that's. Not I the, need the another hot dog breakfast. and cherry coke. <laughs> At least one more, probably several. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I've been cleaning the last couple of days pretty heavy duty, so I'm just a little tired. Okay. It's good, though. What was it? What did you tease in the last episode that we were supposed to talk about on air now? It's been a while. Oh, oh yeah. YouTube. Oh, yeah. So what's going on with the YouTube? Well, it's probably... I've got to talk about the YouTube. <laughs> things, are getting, oh. things are stretching my thing. There's just this, you know, the, it's, a, it's a lot of shit that's already been in their terms of service, mm-hmm. but they've gone about flagging very heavily and demonetizing a lot of videos oh really yes from some really high level content producers oh geez and that's gonna piss some people off well not only that it's just infuriating because the stuff they're flagging is weird uh they're citing all these strange little things but like what's getting hit apparently there has been this rise of these really awful youtube pages where it's nothing but inflammatory bullying gross rude nastiness right and okay, there are okay. these very vehement communities built up around these certain sites sure and this seems to be youtube's answer they're attacking this way but it's a oh, big is this why my youtube page got taken down this is a big broad yeah, brush by the stroke way, my my mother was a good woman you didn't yeah. disparage her the way you did and it's hitting sites that it, I mean, is that why it's been awkward between us? It can yes. be as simple as as for like just swearing. I flagged you. Swearing can get you in this. It can get you oh, demonetized, Jesus. which I'm is like what? Go over to YouTube. But a lot of uh, videos <laughs> right. about suicide prevention, a lot of videos about uh, like the, like natural disaster coverage, news that is in any way objectionable. So like you know stuff. It's very. It's very draconian. It's very 1984. Yeah. It's not cool. I think they're going to rectify it at some point. It's one of those tempest in a teapot situations right now, probably. Right. However, it is indicative of YouTube's previous behaviors mm-hmm. and their lack of concern and care for the content creators that they have. Well, that sounds like it's a violation of my First Amendment rights. It's no, it's no, you know, YouTube's not trying to put you in you're jail. Working, no, it's a violation. YouTube's you're working in the government interview. You're working under YouTube's, violation. You're working under YouTube's laws, so you can, you yeah. know, the, it's no, their no. site. They're free to do what they want, but it's just unfortunate that they're punishing great creative people. It's 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 not it's not a good time. But thankfully, we as well as many others are Patreon supported. And we don't have to worry about this kind of stuff. Well, I was going to say, speaking of hastily made 
social media moves. Segwayed. We uh we did a we just did we just did it. We yeah. just did a total overhaul moments ago. Moments ago. We shouldn't even maybe read this cuz Ryer and It's probably Ace wrong. Let's yeah, let's is... let's wait till the dust settles, but we 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 can let them know if there's an overhaul coming. I think we'll just go through it. All right, here we the go. Overhaul's been done. We did the overhaul. They're going to agree to it. We we we've all, we just we're just confirming on the air. Uh it's just that yeah. Ryer uh Ace and Annie are going to find out now instead of their email maybe. Oh, okay. There right. You go. Uh, okay. So first thing we did is we did some cleaning up of the Patreon. Because as you know, we're listener backed. And last week, last uh, week, last month, because it's a monthly yes. Pat- Patreon. Yes. Coincidentally, last week, we got rid of Ace's T-shirts, and we realized there's a bunch of other stuff that we haven't been able to take care of, or just haven't been doing, or that, or that, that people aren't interested in. Mm-hmm. We just realized we haven't we haven't we haven't polished up the old Patreon since we first launched it. I uh, polished the Patreon a year daily. ago. A year ago. Um, uh, we started in September. Uh, last year so um www.patreon.com slash hey scoops by the way yeah um we have a we have a uh about 300 and uh almost between 300 and 400 people that back us on patreon each month yes which is amazing because they pay for a lot of stuff that the majority of you don't pay for at all right (laughs) the majority of you don't don't get don't give a shit but that's fine because that's we pick podcast work yeah and just know that uh you there are 300 to 400 people who uh, carry your weight? We still, uh, we yes. still love you. Yeah. We still love you. All. We still love you. And uh, I understand that most people don't pay for shit on podcasts, so I get it. Right. Um, we are, we are, we are on the high side of listener backing. Yeah. We are, we are, we are, we are, uh, we, we have the best listeners in the world. Very fortunate okay. to have our. Listeners. And a lot of people, for whatever reason, they're just not able to do Patreon. Blah blah blah. We right. get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of we course, get of course. It. We get it. I mean, give us a dollar. But uh, yeah. uh, um, you can afford a dollar. <laughs> The first prize is still a dollar. It's still our supreme heartfelt thanks and high fives for life, which yeah. people take advantage of. Just, you know, a year into the game, people get high fives from us yeah. in random places, and we give it. Yep. So that's well, still a dollar. I tried to shake a scoop's hand when I met him the other day. He was like, ah, 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 ah. High five. Okay. Two things we've gotten rid of because no one gave a shit about them. One was our merchandise raffle. Right. Uh, we just didn't do a good job keeping up on that. We still will make good on it. We'll, we still haven't mailed shit to random people. Yep. But uh, luckily, we didn't put a deadline for ourselves on Patreon, so we could still do it. And now that we're closing that out, we just still just select 12 people whose, whose addresses we have and just send them something. So yeah. we'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll document it mm-hmm. so that people will know what the fuck is up. But we <laughs> haven't done it. Uh, Twitter shoutouts we just took off because no one we never did it and no one ever asked us about it. Uh, we also have a great relationship with everyone who follows us on Twitter. We retweet everyone all the yeah, time. Yeah. And now, because of that, is hastily done. Because now, what we realize is that, like, our most people who are on Twitter for us are on Twitter for us. They're not looking for Twitter followers, mm-hmm. right? Not, like, the conversation that we have on Twitter is so effective and awesome that we just retweet most of the conversation starters. And now, looking at the responses, people respond to each other's stuff before we retweet, which means that scoops are just finding each other on Twitter. They're just following each other, great. which we is need to get the fuck out. So we don't need that on there anymore. Uh, but you still will get uh, your list on the uh, this is how the Patreon had madmanly.com. So that's how we needed to update that because we're now heyscoops.com. So uh, our Hall of Fame is back up in action on heyscoops.com and we will be uh, getting you on there. So two bucks will get you on the on the, uh, the um, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Um, Which I believe if you want to get some Twitter uh, some Twitter handles from different scoops, you can look yeah. at the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we have that available. Head over to the well. Hall of Fame. Have a look. And then we go ahead and went upgraded right away. So instead of just getting high fives, you can get high tens or Ow. hugs from us. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, when Paul gives a hug, 
it's 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 Thanksgiving. We should have made that like at least three dollars. Yeah. Because Paul's hugs alone are worth. And they're yeah, pretty yeah. good. They're worth two bucks, especially in the back of an El Camino. Okay, uh, let's see what else Nut do we have here. Hug. Um, of course, uh, we added uh, uh, we added them. Uh, we had a triple threat officially. Yes, so it's on there now. So you just and heard it's it got th- official music now. Yeah, you just heard it at the end of the last episode. Yep. Holy but, shit! Uh, if you back us to the level where you get a haiku or a limerick, you can also get triple threat where we just make we run one one topic through three joke formats at least once. Pretty dope. All right, now. The personal podcast. This is where we really messed up. Yeah. We created the personal podcast prize when uh, we had free time. Paul and I weren't working the jobs that we have now. I didn't have a second kid. It was just, uh, we just thought we'd have a lot more time to to do extra activity stuff. Yep. We don't. So, uh, we are, again, we're going to make good for everyone that we owe minutes of podcast. We would do, we would do six minutes per, per every t- three months. You say the 20 bucks, we would do a personal podcast. We are going to knock that out, but we're mm-hmm. just closing out that reward. So if right. you, haven't, you haven't gotten it yet. So we haven't made it. We're mm-hmm. going to make it for other people who've qualified for it. So all your old patrons, you're going to get that from us. Yes. Like when we knocked out all the eating videos, finally. Yep. Um, and we'll come we a got, day of reckoning. Got, and we got rid of that. So mm-hmm. we'll have a day of reckoning where we get that out of the way. Yep. But here's what we are adding. And I think this is exciting. I like this one. Every three months, you say 20 bucks, you get an episode of a short podcast. And that podcast is hosted by none other than Mothra's Secret Agent. Yes. Now, this is not going to be a unique podcast for you. No. All the $20 backers at that three-month point yeah. will get this podcast. But it will have unique content because specifically. anyone who qualifies for this can write Mothra a question. Yes. Right. You, the podcast will feature basically Mothra's agent scoop mail. Basically. So, so. for those of you who listen to... Uh, Geek Shock, we have a section in there, not so regular, called Ask Mumra, uh, where Mumra answers questions. So this will be kind of like Ask Mumra. So send in a question that you have for Mothra's agent, and uh, Mothra's agent will respond. Yeah, so basically every three months we're going to make a Mothra podcast episode, Mm -hmm. and you will get it. And it'll be as long as it needs to be. Yeah. Right. It won't be shorter or longer or whatever. I think I just put five minutes arbitrarily yeah, on there in case it's short. It'll be at least Obviously, for minutes. taking questions, it's going to be longer than yeah, five we'll minutes. We'll see yeah, where yeah. it goes. But uh, it's, it's Paul continuing a long bit, so chances are the odds of him doing it for only five minutes, very slim. Very slim. Yeah. Very slim. Slim so, to possibly none. <laughs> so we're very... I'm actually excited. I think it's a fine replacement for this. I think getting Mothra's podcast is a really fun idea. Mothra's Agent podcast could be a real hit. It's a, it's, 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 but it's, it's going to be an underground thing. Yeah, yeah. you got to be on the Patreon to get it. Yeah. So that's cute. The Patreon to get it. Okay, and then uh, okay. The other thing is that if you stayed at the fifty dollars level for, we said we were going to interview on on air, and this ran into a lot of hurdles. One, people being available at the time we, we record. Uh, two, Skype and FaceTime not being the best place to get people on there. Yeah. Uh, three, uh, people not always having something they want to say or do on air. Sure. Right. And so uh, that's the big thing is we ran into yeah. a lot of people that wanted to to do this level. But just didn't have anything to talk about on the show. And if you are a patron and it feels like you are owed uh, something from this level, uh, don't even email me. Email me. Just mad at heyscoops.com. There you go. About it. And, and we'll, we'll make sure to make, make it right, uh, whatever we still owe you there. Uh, but we are going to do is, is we're going to offer, uh, let's see here. So at the, at the $50 reward, you uh, will get, uh, of course, you get your song on air. Sure. You get so all the time at the end of the episodes where you hear the songs, you get the, the dedicated song from Paul on air. Paul makes a drawing of that uh, of that uh, song somehow related to somehow the song. related to the song. You get that, um, and then uh, you uh, also uh, you get to um, 
we'll plug something. If you want to get plugs, because the people that did want stuff plugged, we'll plug your stuff on our Facebook page and our Twitter page. Yes. Uh, and then the other thing that we'll do, because we've done this on the side for people for like special scoops for their birthdays and stuff. Paul and I will record a video. We meet all the time backstage. We're backstage at 50 Shades all the time. We'll record a video and thank you via video for backing us on air. You'll get a thank you video from Paul and I there on the $50 level. So that's the new $50 prize. Um, all right. Now, we took away Ace's t-shirt scoop head offer. It's gone. It's gone. No more scoop head t-shirts for you. If Especially you, you, Paul. A lot of people pledge this month. Mm. Be on the lookout. The deadline is this Monday at midnight. So you should be getting a email from Annie. If you haven't, you email Annie at mattandmanny.com with a picture you want made into a scoop head. Uh, it could be you. It could be a pet. It could be someone else. Uh, if it's a black and white photo, Ace will make it black and white. That's his rule. Yeah. Okay. He's not going to colorize a black and white photo for you. Uh, but you'll get your scoop head T-shirt. If you don't get your deadline in, we're not going to make the shirt. Right. The black and white ones look kind of cool. Though, they do too. look. Actually, I do like the black and white ones. You can request black and white if you want. Yeah. Sure. Um, it's just that it's uh, it's gonna it's printing one of a kind T-shirts. We save a little bit of money by getting them all made at once. Otherwise, it's just really cost ineffective to make them. Right, it's so cost ineffective anyway. But <laughs> it's, 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 we're getting rid of it because it's gone quick. We don't yeah, make yeah. we don't make a lot of. No. It was very cool to do, but it's awesome. We're fantastic artists for having done it for a year. Yeah, uh, Ace is an amazing artist for actually doing the work. But right. uh, it's it's uh, it's gone, and we want Ace to work on other stuff for us. So. Um, uh, uh, get get your stuff into Annie at mattandmatty.com. Get your get your photo in and your t-shirt size in. Uh, okay. That's and, that's, gone. and again, that's going to go away this Monday the 12th. Yeah. Monday uh, the 12th at midnight. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, what we're going to replace that with is uh, a year with Matt and Mattingly and an activity and coloring adult coloring book. So what happens is you're going to send a photo to Ryer Apple. Well, Ryer Appledorn's going to do this, but you're going to send it to us. Ryer Appledorn is going to make a 2017 calendar for you or whoever you want this calendar for. It could be yep. a gift for someone else. But you send a photo, and Ryer, who does these great fucking funny sloppy Photoshop things that he's done for us, you are going to spend a year with Matt Mallon. You're going to calendar with you and me and Jacob and Paul all hanging out doing a bunch of different activities to fill up a calendar. That's right. That's going to be your calendar. Okay. Uh, it's a really funny, fun gift, really fun gift uh, idea, as well as really fun for yourself. You're going to get that. The other thing is that like this this idea was actually almost going to be part of the Scoop Fest. And it was too good of an idea that we yeah. wanted. To, this is, is it's amazing because Ace had too this involved. idea and then just ran with it. And it became way too big of a thing to just stick on the side of, of something else. Ace is straight up coming up with a freaking full coloring book and activity kit. Like the old school thing we had as kids, but adult coloring book, completely ice cream social themed, uh, art and puzzles and stuff. And it's going to be, uh, we're going to get a nice fancy cover on it. It's going to be a really nice printed kick-ass activity book like you would buy for your richest child. Um, <laughs> but it's for you. It's for you. It's for yes. ice cream social listeners. So the new prize now is the, uh, is the calendar, personalized calendar and Ace Munn's activity book, ice cream social activity book. That is now the new $100 prize. Very exciting. All right. This has been your Patreon update. Take that, YouTube. Patreon update. Patreon okay. update. Oh. Yeah. 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 So that's over at uh, patreon.com slash scoops. Thank you all for backing. I really appreciate it. And uh, I'm excited, actually. I'm excited at the new Patreon revamp. It made me excited about Patreon again. Yeah. Love new stuff. 
It's exciting times, guys. We're living on the edge of our fucking seats. I'm Paul Mattingly, and I'm very excited. I was like, Paul, Paul, Paul is on the edge of the seat, but only because he's he's slowly just scooting down he's it. Sliding out he's of my chair. Just not, that's not really the edge I'm of the seat. My, I'm wearing of. my deliciously slick shorts. I'm too excited to Deliciously slick myself. shorts. Ugh. I love my shorts. They're slick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I just kick Paul's foot right now, he'll just fall to the ground. In screaming agony, <laughs> both my feet are still like, Whoa. oh, jeez. They're getting better-ish. It comes and goes. The pain keeps jumping around on my fucking left foot. It's fun. I never know what's going to be hurting every day to day. Like, it's like Simon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the pain is at the upper right end of it. Oh, okay. Oh, and it's oh, green. The pain's just in the toe. Oh, the pain's back in the fucking ligament. Oh, okay, great. Oh, now it's on the other side of my ankle. What? Oh, now it's just in the in the the arch. Okay, what the? Oh, it's just jumping all around. And my other foot is just done. It it uh, my right foot. It's it's as I think it's like as better as it's gonna get for a long time. Yeah. Not a whole lot of pain going on there. But when I bent the fuck out of my pinky, uh-huh. it just. Okay, imagine you got a a loaf of French bread. And you're like, all right, I'm in. All right, fresh baked French bread, right? Mm. Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm. All right. Crack that motherfucker at the center. Yeah. Right? Oh, mm-hmm. love. All right. Now imagine that's what you did to your foot and you want to put that piece of bread back together. How's that going back together? Not great. Yeah. Right? It'll go back together, but it ain't going to be the same. And that's what's going on. There's some scar tissue that's not fitting where it used to fit. My pinky toe does not lay where it used to. It's never going to be the same. Oh, so, and and there's a little bit of a weakness with that yeah. inherent in that because the balance is off a little bit. But and that's why my where did the bread go in this metaphor? Left foot has been hurting. Uh, the bread went in my belly because <laughs> I. Uh, but I thought I was fucking, following this bread I thing. Ate that bread and I just went right back to you talking about your pain. I mm-hmm. want to know where the bread. I was all you had me at bread. I was I in. Know, I know. I oh. this is the secret to uh, marketing is you lead with bread. You lead with hot fresh bread. Oh fuck! I forgot to talk about the ringtone bank. That was the most. That was important. Oh yeah, yeah that's it. Ten dollars. This has already been happening, and everyone's actually happier with it. But but officially, it's been changed on the on the Patreon page. For the ten dollar reward, uh, you get access to our ringtone bank. So rather than trying to make you a personalized ringtone, which is what the original offer was, what we've done is we've isolated all these cool clips and sounds and song clips, and we put them in a vault that Jacob curates himself, and we give you a password to get into that vault. I would wager we will be adding more. To that vault as time goes on. Yeah, it's possible. There and you go. In and that vault, there is a request page. Okay, yeah. so in we actually have to, at, we have we have added to him yeah. to it since we opened it. Jacob, you you fill out that form, and Jacob gets an email for a ringtone request that if which he promptly deletes uh, <laughs> and laughs. No, <laughs> and after um, you send me the same one eight different times. We're not putting hooray for Nazis on there. It's just not happening. <laughs> it's just not happening, folks. It's not happening. Um, but uh, uh, if you can tell them the episode and the time where it takes place in the episode that you want turned into a ringtone, uh, Jacob, uh, a- approval pending, we'll add it. Yeah. Basically, so. if you make it as easy as possible for me to go back into the to the bank of episodes, the yeah. myriad of episodes that we have, yeah. and find the clip and pull it out, yeah. I will do so. But there's already a bunch of great stuff there. But don't don't write me an email saying, "Hey, Matt said this in this episode," or "I think it might have been this episode." This is one of those two episodes. He said this. If you want success in life, make it easy for Jacob to pull it out. That's it. 
That's that's what you need to take that's away. Good advice. Really, no matter what you're doing. That's what you need to take away from this. Uh, so yeah, so that's the most that's the most important part. Let's get yeah. back to Paul's bread. It was delicious. I ate it. <laughs> Had a sandwich. Fucking so good. It was hot and buttery and mm, 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 crispy. So I had a. Uh, oh, Paul, you're gonna love this. Yes. Uh, kale, potato, and uh, soy chorizo soup. Corn there. Did I say corn? No. Corn, potato, mm. kale, soy chorizo. That sounds pretty good, actually. Delicious. That sounds pretty good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I had a bucket of that. That doesn't sound bad at all. No, no. They serve it by the bucket. I'm all right with potato-based soups, man. Oh, yeah. Zuppa Toscana at the Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. Well, not nearly as healthful. <laughs> no. Still. No. Fucking, Same thing. Fucking good. That would make your coffee a little thick if you poured it in there. <laughs> God, like, that oh. Zuppa Toscana. Mm. But oh. that's got like a kale thing going on in it. It's got sure. like a greens. It's it's got got it green. I'm curious if it has a cream and butter thing going on in it. It's I got don't. sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 greasy. It's very rare that it's a, a greasy uh, soup. It's you know, you know of the greasy soup. It's 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 in the greasy soup family. Uh, it's a it's a cousin to the ravioli. Yeah. Oh, I've not finished I've not finished uh, I've not finished Penn's book. You have? I've not. Not. I'm a slow reader, as we've discussed. I'm all right. Even if I'm in it. This is let you know. If you're wondering whether my <laughs> laziness will win over my uh uh narcissism. There's your answer. I still haven't finished Penn's book, and I'm all over it. There's a new book. Well, it's not a new book, but we're doing a book club this month on Geek Shock. Do you guys have to read a book a week? Called The Forever War. No, it's for the month. Oh, good. I was like, Jesus. No, no, no. It's for the month. Okay. Uh, and we're going to be discussing it at some point on our uh, Reddit threads yeah. and whatnot. Okay. Um, maybe a little bit of chatter on air. Mm-hmm. But... I was inspired to buy it because people have been talking about it and it sounded like a book I would really like. It is. It's incredible. I'm almost halfway through already. Yeah. Um, but last night I've been reading the book in bed, which is my favorite thing to do to read in bed, which I can't do unless Anne's out of town. Right. Which makes me crazy. But you can't get like a, like a miner's cap helmet thing going she's on. Like, ah, like turn that. off the light. Turn off the light. The slightest thing. Can you she blindfold sleeps, her? She sleeps like, a feather on a volcano, like the <laughs> littlest thing. And she's all, everything disturbs her. Everything disturbs her. She does chirp like that. The dog just jumped on me. I'm awake. Anyway, I have the ability also to fall back to sleep, which she lacks, which kills me. Anyway. Oh, my wife. I'm si- uh, yes. Go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm sitting there reading last night. Yeah. And I busted out my glasses mm-hmm. for the first time. You wear glasses? See, I don't. I just got a prescription this last eye checkup for the first time in my life. When? A month and this? a half ago. A month and a half. Two months ago. Yeah. You and your secrets, Mattingly. No secret. People saw my. I appointment checkup picture on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was wearing my crazy uh, block out the goggles, mm-hmm. block out the sun goggles. But anyway, it took a while for those glasses to come in. But it's a very light prescription. There's really yeah. nothing to it. But it did make a little difference. And uh, oh, your eyeglasses made it easier to read. It did. <laughs> it did. I was blown away. Well, Breaking I was. fucking news. I've been disparaging Ben Franklin for years. No, no, no. <laughs> 
I don't really need them. It's a hack. I don't really need them, but they really, when it comes to just reading on the on text on the page, it really did a lot. And there's, there's, they're when really. When it comes to seeing fine details, well, no, these are like a book. These are fucking fancy lenses. They've got like blue block and and all that that like that kind that tries to filter out some of that bad light from computers. Okay, and that kind of thing. They're really. They're high end. They're nice, and they're these fancy. So your glasses and your vacuums are both high end, uh, dude. I don't. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna wear or suck a thing, I'm gonna make it strong. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna. I'll spend the money. Yeah. <laughs> I try not to laugh so Jacob can get that nice and clean. <laughs> Twenty four minutes, yeah. Jacob. Yeah. Just so we know. Uh, I'm gonna spend. I'll spend money on a thing I'm gonna wear or suck, and no problem with that. Um, there it is. <laughs> that's that's a good another good rule to live by. Sure. If you're gonna wear it or suck it, spend the money. It'll, you'll be you'll be glad you did. Great. <laughs> Paul's Paul's fifth rule of, of how to get by in life. And by the way, if you're looking for an incentive for that ringtone involved, it's coming right. There you go. If you're gonna wear it or suck it, <laughs> spend the money. Anyway, it's just nice. It it kind of brings more light to the page. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was digging it. And so I, I laid in bed like an old ass man with glasses on. An old that. ass man is different than an old ass man. <laughs> I'm an old ass man. Inflection matters there. <laughs> Just an old man. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's got a type. Um, I went to the uh, uh, dentist. Oh, no. Uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, I've had it's it's weird because I've had major like dental work done, mm-hmm. but I haven't done the regular you know run of the mill. Oh yeah, get your teeth Go, uh, get a cleaning scraped, you know, and scrubbed. Oh, so uh, years I have not gotten a proper really yeah. So I went down and it was so bad when I went that they uh, gave me Novocaine. Mm. Oh. They like knocked, they basically like, yeah. Numbed up your whole mouth? They numbed up my whole mouth. They're like, we're going in deep. Yeah. And then they, it was so bad. And this might be even just money gouging on their point, but they would only do uh, a quarter of my mouth at a time. For other appointments. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. Yeah. There, it's No, it's wise because you can die from sepsis if you're not careful with that shit. Right, right. And uh, yeah, after not having you, I mean, they they put up Novocaine and they they cleaned the shit out of the lower right side of my mouth. Who was it? Was it? Wasn't Neil Gaiman? It was, uh, or maybe it was Neil Gaiman. Uh, no, who did the Hellraiser? Everybody, take a drink. Did, did Gaiman do? Hell- <laughs> Paul started a story. He doesn't know the beginning, middle, or end of. <laughs> Just can't remember who it was. But he had work done on a tooth. Yeah. That it was terribly toxic, uh-huh. and that shit got into his bloodstream and almost killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can happen. Yes. It can happen. The teeth thing is, is legit. Good story, um, Paul. But, but, I, uh, <laughs> but I have a fucked up mouth. You know, I have a really weird mouth. You know that. I'm crazy about dentist stuff, because I've, I've had a lot of work done, and that is one thing that I have no problem doing and will spend. And again, that's another one where I spend a lot of money. Right. Every six months without fail. You're, you're, you're Ever, always, always, I, uh, always. And, and even if I need something, I'll jump in and I don't, I don't pause when it comes to dentist stuff. I have a, I have a weird mouth Yeah, that I have like kind of like an underbite Springsteen jaw thing happening, which uh-huh. is on purpose, cosmetic surgery. Sure. And, uh, but really if I close my mouth, like only like two, two points of my teeth touch. Come together. Yeah. Mm. It's really, and it's kind of weird. 
So I spend my time in front of microphones so I can get my mouth open all the time. There you go. Um, but they were like, uh, and I have a baby tooth that never came out. And then I, then my weird wisdom teeth came in. I never got those taken out. And so now my wisdom teeth are like pushing like, like cliffs. Why didn't you get your wisdom teeth taken out? Who doesn't get their wisdom teeth taken out? This guy. Man. Yeah. Well. Well, into it. Who's the wise one now? Oh, uh, wait a minute. Whoop. Um, is it you? No. Okay. The dentist? The dentist. Okay. Uh. (laughs) I'm never going to go, I'm the wise one. So, if you hear me say I'm the wise one, check me into a thing. <laughs> that's, that's, code, that's code for help me. I can't speak about what's happening to me right now. Exactly. That's that's my wubba lubba dub dub is uh, I'm the wise one. Yeah. What? Oh, Paul. Oh, right God. this way, get, Paul. Get, Paul's get, in trouble. Get, get, Let's get, get his feet get up. The, Let's get him some water. Get the fucking jacket. This guy's done. This guy's done. Get one of those fucking silver blankets. Get one of those fucking tinfoil blankets for him. So all my teeth are all like crooked and diagonal over trying to surmount this baby tooth that never came out. Damn. Oh, yeah. And uh, and basically I was like, they're like, do you have any concerns? There's also this thing where they tap on one of the tooth they already worked on. And they're like, this feels okay to you? And I was like, yeah. They're like, okay. Like they, they <laughs> don't believe that I'm not in a tremendous amount of pain on this one area. Mm-hmm. Of my like they won't, they won't believe it. If Matt's dentist is listening... <laughs> I want you to know that Matt's threshold for pain is not what we would call high. <laughs> That's true. Matt doesn't like pain. I'm a sensitive man. If Matt is feeling something that is uncomfortable, I would tell you. He's gonna let you know. I will let you know. Yep. There's a time where it's very tough, and that time is over. You don't even you don't even really need to ask him. No. He will volunteer that information quickly. I'll just take yeah, whatever it takes to get meds. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in basically. <laughs> Everything hurts. Everything hurts. Where do I go? We just write it right at a thing. Is it normal for my butt to hurt so much for this dentist appointment? <laughs> do you have butt medicine? Can you give it to me, Buttley? I don't sound like this. Give it to me through the butt. Buttly. <laughs> what kind of butt medicine you got for this, Doc? Oh, I got some butt medicine for you. you know, now that you mention it. I'm not it. a big fan of pills. I mean, I like butt medicine. <laughs> now that uh, the pills, oral erector pills, does it matter? Can I take them either way? Good. Can I put these in my butt? Hey, doctor, let's say let's say a patient comes in who, uh, who <laughs> had Hypothetically, a, hypothetically. Uh, of course. Who had a headache? And thought, you know what, Advil, and then put it in their butt. What about that guy or girl, but, but a guy? Yeah. How about I put Advil up my butt, Doc? How about that? <laughs> what happened? What's going on, Doc? Say, say I already put Advil up my. Say this patient already put Advil. Let's up say his I put butt. a whole bottle of Advil up my butt, a whole bottle worth. Because I thought with, with the bottle or without the no, bottle? No, of course. The How would it do any work? <laughs> it's just the capsules. It. You know what? My mistake was going liquid gels. <laughs> Sir, just to be clear, did you put an Advil bottle in your anus? No, I put a bottle's worth of Advil liquid gels in my butt. <laughs> now, my, like I said... Oh, I have lessons have been learned. I have made a mistake of taking pre pre Adviling at a dentist. Have you ever done that? No, it's a mistake. Do you know why? Why? It's a blood thinner. Yeah, <gasps> you then, goofball. Yeah, so you just end up bleeding all over the fucking place. No, I haven't done that. Yeah, yeah. So I now I, I, I toughen the fuck up before I go my in. and run for Advil. My last checkup was a no cavity one, which was great. Whoa, was except, in the except for the butt cavity, which well, is filled with Advil. It's, always, <laughs> it's no longer a cavity. Yeah, <laughs> all of it's been filled. Doesn't just thin the blood. Huh? 
I don't have any cavities. My poop has been like. When was the last time you went to the dentist? It's been, Orange it's been juice. A minute. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> but you'll be happy to know that I do have dental insurance. That's yes. good. So it would I not cost me anything too. if I did go to the I dentist. I am thankfully again. This is her Mine's through Anne, uh, Anne's job. Mine's through uh, after. Yeah, SAG after. Nice. Um, it's pretty. It's a pretty affordable deal, actually. Yeah. But uh, the. Uh, Oh yes, yeah, so, so I got my weird shifting cliff teeth over my baby tooth thing mm-hmm. happening there, and uh, I was like, "Is there? What do we do about that?" I basically was like, "You know, I should have gotten this taken care of, you know, ten, fifteen years ago." Right. And uh, they're like, um, "Well, well, you got. We'll have to get you set you up in a separate appointment with an orthodontist." But uh, I don't know how you feel about adult braces, and I was like, "Oh, not great." No. That's this tooth right here. Yeah. Was a baby tooth. Well, not a baby tooth. It was a second tooth. Mm. It was stuck in the roof of my mouth mm. sideways mm. and it wasn't coming down Ooh. properly. Ah. While I had braces, they cut open the roof of my mouth, attached a bracket to that tooth in the roof of my mouth. And over the period of several months with rubber bands and pulled elastic it down. things, pulled it down into place. Oh, wow. Very painful. That's some Kentucky tooth that happened. Man, I tell you, th- but that's, but I'll, after that surgery and after just all the level of orthodonture that I had, Dennis does not phase me at all. Yeah. You know, it's just I go into a different place and it's like, do what you're going to do. Whatever. So when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, I had uh, an appointment with the oral surgeon to get my wisdom teeth taken out. And the next day, I was driving to Ohio for a summer stock gig. That oh. is a, this is what oh. I was in college. You scheduled a drive after getting your wisdom teeth removed? Yes, to work. To work. Dude, I went back to college the day after my wisdom teeth yeah and i was in a fucking stupor now then i had no problem at all i got out of the i got out of the surgery uh they knocked me out by the time i woke up from the surgery i went to this really good oral surgeon really high-end shit my butt hurt but i was fine yep (laughs) and uh woke up advil clean that right up felt fine felt fine no problems had a little bit of a little bit of an ache but nothing nothing painful i don't even think i took advil for it Okay. Uh, now that I had a prescription that the doctor had written me for pain meds. Yeah. I said, I don't need it. I'm oh. fine. <laughs> this story is not going where you think it's going. Okay. All right. You think it's going to a bad place and it's not. Okay. Drove to Ohio. No problem. You went to Ohio? Yeah. Oh, God. Drove to Ohio. No <laughs> problem. I can't believe this story can be going anywhere positive. It's pretty dark. It's in Ohio? For this gig. Yeah, you know, we're walking around a few days later. I've still had no problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd accidentally ripped the stitches out of one of one of the spots, ah! but even then, that happened. That had been that was just like surprising, and, stitches, it, and I didn't get the, like the dry socket or no, anything the like stitches that. Stitches come out eventually. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed to. It was supposed to just kind of like they dissolve. Go, yeah, it was supposed to dissolve, and I accidentally ripped one out. Right, but still, no, not a big deal. I was I was healed up just fine. Mm-hmm. So a few days later, maybe a week later, I'm sitting around talking to some people. And I say, yeah, you know, right before the day before I came out here, got my wisdom teeth taken out, wasn't a thing. Got here, you know, I've still got the prescription for the pain meds. Yeah. Uh, just didn't need them. One of the guys goes, uh, "How much you want for that prescription?" Oh, I said, "What? Who's it, Brett Favre?" It was Brett Favre. <laughs> uh, Ohio's Brett Favre. Yeah, Ohio, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, I said, "I said what?" He said, "I'll uh, I'll give you a hundred bucks for that prescription." It was, it was a prescription for two pain pills. That man's name is Rush Limbaugh. And so uh, I said, what did I say? Uh, how about 200? 
Close. <laughs> Three? 150. Whoa, okay. All right. Uh, I said, yeah, 150. He goes, okay. So I hand him this prescription. He hands me $150 cash. He comes back the next day very upset. Of course. That the pharmacy would not fill his prescription that was in my name. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. <laughs> and he said, uh, I need to get that money back. Said, no. <laughs> no. Wow. You bought you bought that prescription. <laughs> That's a dumb, dumb pill head right there. Yeah. How would he think he could take that prescription to someone? I don't know. How high was he when you sold it to him? I don't know. Pretty That's right. high. Guy but I was like, boy, I don't, I don't feel bad about selling this piece of paper to this guy at all. No oh, man, because this is a useless piece of paper to somebody who's not me. Wow, that's uh, Jacob's uh, twenty-one Jacob Street right there. That's it. <laughs> Jacob teaching people lessons. That's it. <laughs> Getting people the help they deserve. <laughs> Jacob is Booker. <laughs> So, Scoops, if you would like me to sell you a prescription to something, feel free. Oh, man. I just would. There's no way I would give away my prescription. <laughs> uh, before I would sell a prescription, uh, always you write at the bottom of it, to be taken anally. <laughs> <laughs> That's the zinger. <laughs> and then, and then, and then when, the, when, the, when, the, uh, when the pharmacists get it, they go, oh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> Uh, I gotta call the doctor, make sure this is correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, this, this is a prescription for a, a, what appears to be a normal tooth pain. Um, but it's just, Hello, it's just, this is Doctor Wilson. Yeah, Doctor Wilson. Uh, on the bottom of your prescription, it's Go written on. In, in clearly your hand. Okay, it's, it's written to be taken anally. Oh, got me. <laughs> Uh, did you mean that? You already read a prescription about that. Why would you do that? I haven't described and written a prescription yet. I was afraid to tell the patient to take it daily. <laughs> How would I do that? It's a sensitive toothpaste prescription. <laughs> it's medicated toothpaste. <laughs> In their butt? I've never wanted to be a pharmacist more than I do right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell everyone that to, they have to, to take it daily. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Pharma, pharma scoops out there. I want you guys to take one day where every other person. I know we have at least one pharma. So, pharma scoops, I want you every other prescription. On one day, you pick your day, every other prescription say, now you know you need to take this anally. No, do, <laughs> do, it, do it once and just let us know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. Just take, take the risk. Do it if all you could, day. If you could video you telling someone, yeah. sur- surreptitiously video you telling someone that they have to take their prescription anally. And uh, you are you familiar with this prescription? Have you taken it before? Uh, no. Uh, you know it's to be taken anally, right? Wait, what? It's, uh, a re- it's, it's rectal medicine? It's a rectal medicine. It goes... Uh, In your butt. So, are you familiar with the term suitcasing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Suitcase yes. this shit. Oh, oh, fine. <laughs> uh, we have some uh, digital med- medication enhancements uh, for sale if you'd like some. It's, uh, it's a rubber glove. And a rubber glove. It's, it's, but we call it and, a di- uh, digital med- medication And Robitussin. There's not a better... <laughs> Better, better anal lube for medicine than Robitussin. I like, and to you're call gonna it... want to go to the truck stop across the street. They have these things called poppers. I like to call it Robitussin. Robitussin, because <laughs> I, I rubbed it all in my butt. <laughs> have you done? My butt doesn't cough for days. Have you done butt tussin? <laughs> don't be going. Now I know you're gonna go hang out with some friends, but don't go. Don't you to go butt tussin, okay? 
I'm going butt tussing. I don't care. Yeah, I watch it come home at a decent hour and don't have been done, done, done butt, butt, butt tussing. You can't stop me from butt tussing, <laughs> and I'm doing it. My family, I swore to my dad that I would never have any children did any butt tussing after I got caught butt tussing with that priest. <laughs> This is just a preview of a conversation Matt's going to have in worst, about 14 years. Worst part sure. was 11. When, when that priest would butt test me, he'd use the, the <laughs> he'd use the, he'd use the cup on top. He wouldn't give me a whole bottle worth. He'd just give me a little taste. It's like a half a tablespoon. I'm like, I'm barely high, you old bastard. <laughs> Stick that whole fucking bottle up here and give it a squeeze. <laughs> let's, let's do some, if we're going, if we're going to get butt tussed, let's get butt, butt tussed. <laughs> I get fucking butt tussed. I want to get butt tussed. I want to get butt tussed. I want to sit in a chair upside down like Mork and let that shit do its work, Father. <laughs> and now, if you want that as a ringtone, <laughs> subscribe for ten bucks on Patreon. <laughs> uh, Father Anthony, uh, walking by yesterday, I went to return uh, some uh, some uh, uh, hymns. To the pews and I yes I heard you talking to an altar boy oh what part of the conversation did you overhear uh, he yelled if I want if I want to get butt tussed then I'm going to get butt tussed mm. uh, I think he was saying bless us ah bless us I thought so father thank you mm. could you do uh, a priest a favor sure if you're heading uh, by the pharmacy mm-hmm. I need about 12 cases of Robitussin 12 bottles of Robitussin 12 cases there are 15 bottles per case. Do they do they sell them by the case at the pharmacy? You have to ask them to open the back. <laughs> okay. Which is what I do all day. Uh, I'm not heading that way? Open the back. Um, <laughs> what's that? Uh, nothing. I rape children. Wait. You said you bless children? That's what I said. <laughs> I'm glad you hear only what you want to. I'm why, can't every, why can't every parishioner be like you? <laughs> Most of us are. True. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> but Tussin! But Tussin! <laughs> All right, let's get into some scoop mail, shall we? Yeah! Yeah! Jimmy, your farts smell like cherries. And menthol, yeah? Yeah. Cherry menthol. It smells like a fucking hall. Dad, I'm fucking butt-tussed to the kingdom come. You got the halls of medicine rubbing up and down your asshole. I am. Ooh, Ricola. <laughs> Ricola. Hear the echo in my butt chamber. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Next lady that gives Woo-hoo. me analingus will not have a cold. <laughs> <laughs> Fight your cold. Hey, hey. Licking my asshole is the cure for flu season. (laughs) Get butt tussed. From Jerry Garcia. Okay. Hello, gentlemen and Paul. (laughs) Appropriate. I'm writing from the faraway lands of Barcelona. In a thinly veiled attempt at do anything but writing my thesis. Do anything but writing my thesis. What's your thesis on there? English? Butt tussing. <laughs> Bam, a lamb. Uh, first, the slapping of Malcolm Gladwell. I also hate when academics start poking around humor. Not because it can't be done, but because you have to be incredibly familiar and candid about the topic. For instance, one of my favorite uh, former roomies did his PhD on humor, uh, but he was a very known comic writer in Slovenia. There you go. And his work is genuinely funny. 
Slovenia. Okay. All right. The problem with the Gladwell podcast is that even by his own idiotic, pedantic, and smug standards, the criticism of Colbert as not good humor is nonsensical. By his own definition of excluding comedy in the form of satire that is mistaken for the literal meaning, we would have we would have lost Jonathan Swift when he wrote a modest proposal, a pamphlet about eating right. poor kids to get rid of poverty. Half of Victorian England went nuts taking him seriously. I guess the author that is considered as the uh, foremost prose satirist in the English language by Encyclopedia Britannica, Britannica doesn't know shit about comedy either. Anyway, I have a sort of Italian air show for you. So a satirist, I get it. So Malcolm Gladwell, if you're listening, a satirist must have an incredibly biting political humor and also cater to the lowest common denominator to make sure there are no mistakes. Yes. I can't think of a better comedy world than that. Thank you, Malcolm. You make the world a better place. He's all kind of turd with corn in it. <laughs> was there was there enough biting criticism in that, Malcolm, or did you need something more biting in case some people actually think you're actually a turd with corn in it? Nah. <laughs> so I arrived to Barcelona about six years ago, full of hopes and optimism because I was going to live with my then long-distance girlfriend. Her incredibly generous family arranged for us to stay in the house of her deceased grandmother, a very quaint, uh, rustic house on a hill. Jesus. It was built Wait by the grandfather of this girl with his own hands. Holy it even had a shit. wine cellar excavated into the mountain rock with secret compartments. Man, I can't think of a. Th- I mean, I can't think of a, a larger statement of one. Uh, uh, of course, how hopeful you were. I mean, what a, what, a, what an unbelievable boner, bonerific journey you're taking, right? Yeah. And two, when you describe it to us with our with hindsight, of course this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It overlooked a small uh, little mountain that had the ruins of a small 8th century chapel. Uh, in short, it was Cause, heaven. Because no one gets the story where like, oh yeah, I had this long relationship with this girl in Spain, and I finally got together, the family gave us this house, and then she was super hot, uh, we still liked each other, and we fucked all the time after that. Non-stop blowjobs. It's like, what? there's no way that's where the story goes. <laughs> no. No one. If that story makes you would lose friends telling that story. Yep. People like no one gets it that good. Well, why would you need friends if that's your story? That's true too. <laughs> you'd still be at the Spanish. Yeah. Cottage. You fucking no. No shit. You'd be living the prince dream of forever. <laughs> you'd be done with life. So one day we were out at the city, just walking around the old quarter, and two of those things being... happen for me. I'm I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'm gone. You never see me the fuck again. Gone. And we were just generally being that stupid couple in love. Since it was getting late and we were hungry, we decided to buy a dinner, uh, a Donner kebab. Okay, uh, that's like a, a shawarma, but in European. See, yeah, in the in the states, a Donner kebab would be long pig. No, because the Donner party. As foreshadowing, she mentioned that she almost cannibals. I'm saying. I wonder if you meant to say dinner kebab. I don't know. No, no, no. Donner kebab is a real type of kebab. It's type oh, is of meat. It? Yeah, yeah. Oh, great. Donner kebabs is, uh, I forget what kind of meat. Lamb? I think it's a lamb kebab. Oh, great. Yeah. As foreshadowing, she mentioned that she almost never ate anything on the streets. It was a warm summer night. That and seems we like were... a fine rule in Barcelona, by it the way. It seems like a fine That's rule a just about rule anywhere. Avoid the street meat. Don't eat meat on the street. Meat on the street. Meat streets. Street meat. It was a warm summer night, and we were very tired, so we decided to just go to the bed and rest since we had a free day the next day. I remember it as an uneventful night, other than noticing that she was moving a lot. But I thought it was just because of the summer heat. Oh, no. We slowly woke up with the sun already entering the room. And since we were resting and willing, 
things started to heat up among us. Yes, Paul, taking the bus to Pound Town. Yeah. Well, when I was about to do the manual maneuvers necessary for the correct performance of foreplay, I noticed that there was, um, let's say, copious lubrication in the area. Which seems strange to me. Oh, no! It's Robitussin. No, you wish it was Robitussin. Hey, so I guess you are really in the mood, I said. As I caressed shit into her vagina. I noticed that she was puzzled by that statement. And then she started saying, "Uh, Do you smell something weird? Oh, God! Up until then, I just thought it was a case of morning breath. But was disposed to go to Pound Town holding my breath if necessary. But no, we had been performing all our movements by just the sense of touch. So it was time to get visual confirmation about what the hell was apparently going on. Oh shit. Oh shit. Yes. Shit. Apparently that kebab had disagreed with her stomach and she'd made some sort of weird German porn without realizing it. I jumped from the bed immediately while she was just mortified and completely frozen with embarrassment. She went to the shower to get cleaned up and started taking out, and I started taking out the stained sheets and bed linens, hopefully to the fire. How did you get the unsheet duty in this situation? Oh, sheets. You're both getting in the shower and she's taking care of the sheets and the sheets are taking care of before the shower. Just set the house on fire and run. (laughs) You're done. I know it was your grandmother's house. It's over. I'm sorry. It's over. Burn it down. Start anew. Start anew. But then, uh, so uh, after she got out of the shower, it was my turn to get get in and clean myself. But then as I was getting dry out from the shower, I heard steps on our front door. Can you guess? Of course, my mother-in-law was just arriving to see how we were. Since she had a key and noticed that the windows were open, which meant we were not currently unpresentable. Wait, 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 mother-in-law. So so this long-distance relationship was a married long-distance relationship? Uh, maybe it was, maybe it's his mother-in-law now. Okay. Maybe they're married yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, since she had a key and noticed that the windows were open, uh, which meant that we were not, not currently unpresentable, she just went in. In the moment where my girl and I uh, were, were planning just what the hell to do with the mattress and everything we had in the room. Uh, my girl's mother looked at the scene, and to my relief, but to be sincere, not much of a surprise because she's always been a good sport, she just started laughing. <laughs> good for her. When yeah. she realized what had just happened. I think that uh, she might have even thrown a joke about having to be prepared for uh, before. Uh, <laughs> she might have thrown out a joke about having to be prepared before doing anal. Oh, amazing! Oh. You must have fucked my daughter hard in the ass, huh? <laughs> Looky here! Ay ay ay! Usually you move that shit up a little bit, yeah. but I guess you're just bringing it. You, do you have a uh, shovel-shaped wiener? You, you must have a. You must go deep. Do you have a rake-like dick that pulls stuff out as it goes in and out? Like that's beyond the colon, then. That's some small intestine gatherings. Would you mind uh, going slapping your dick on the yard for a little bit? We got some leaves out back. <laughs> need to work on. There might be oil in my backyard. <laughs> Could you do me the, 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 the kindness of fucking my backyard for a little bit? Because you you got a goddamn steam backhoe on that thing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's me, let me make you some breakfast. How's gravy sound? Whoa. 
I'm kidding. I make an amazing stroke enough. Oh, guys, I would never. I would never. Oh, porridge? No! But wait, this is not over. What? We put the most dramatic laundry cycle possible and hung the clothes to dry. We decided not to tell her father because he might not be so amused, although I think she was just embarrassed. Nevertheless, that afternoon, her father dropped by and saw the sheets hanging on the outside uh, to, to dry. What the fuck happened in here? <laughs> he commented, Who did laundry? You know, it's a good thing that you were washing these sheets. Did you know uh, that I was born in this very in this very house? Actually, in the very bed that you were using 50 years ago. He moved a couple of steps to check out the hanging sheets and then added, And yes, these are the very sheets that my mother sewed for my birth. Good quality. Take good care of them. From that moment on, I knew my poker my poker face foo was very strong, <laughs> and I did not say a word. It is well, very well made. They withstand the pooping of your daughter, sir. Yeah. yeah. Well, kudos for the show, and hope next time I write, I'm a PhD, fucking you in the neck, but after at least a 15-hour fast. Uh, <laughs> right. And that's uh, Jerry Garcia. Thank you, Jerry Garcia. Thanks, Jerry we, Garcia. Uh, I remember I went to Costa Rica with friends, uh, like a little surf getaway. I cannot surf, uh, just 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 for that part of the story. Okay. Um, but I decided to go. I want to go to Costa Rica. Never been. And uh, my buddy Pete was obsessed with buying street meat. There was there was these guys who just started like a oh, charcoal pan fate? fire on just the thing. Just tempting fate. Yeah, just he just was to be arrogant. He just wanted to be like. And oh, it's, 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 it was never good. And it he caught up with him. He well, he's just a disgusting human being. I don't know. You know, like he he generally has disgusting poops, as it were. Didn't matter. Didn't seem to matter. Okay. But uh, some people got that iron gut. Yeah, he yeah. is an iron gut. All right. Good for him. I was just like, just, we're in a foreign Why? country. Yeah. If you have to go to from from a surfing village in Costa Rica to going to go to the hospital to no. a Costa Rican hospital. No, 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 no. Yes, no, that's you. a bad day. Street meat. No, thank you. Oh well, uh, it sounds like everything worked out. Sure. That last story. That's, yeah, that's one of those bonding things, right? Yeah. If you shit well, on each other in bed, I mean, either it's done or it's forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's real. I mean, there's no two ways on that one. It's definitely like this. Like, no, my husband loves me. Yeah. You know, right. That kind yeah, of yeah. Thing, yeah. yeah. Now we, we we have an understanding. Yeah. We've shit on each other. Yeah. Like oh. when Anne was all over your weird bleeding butt, she took care of your bleeding your bleeding ass in the shower. She didn't take care. No, she just no. <laughs> she she. I was worried because <laughs> there was blood. It was a it was a pimple. I think. What was the story? Was it a pimple? Yeah, I think you had some kind of mark or something. Yeah, it was a pimple, and it was like weird. And it was like, well, yeah, I was bleeding a lot. Yeah, yeah you're bleeding weird. in the shower. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck? But anyway, yeah, we you're still out. together <laughs> for now. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't heard this show yet. Nope. Oh, we already here from Resident Rule Scoop. Hey guys, love the podcast. I've been listening since the very first episode. I am currently re-listening to the back catalog of episodes, and I'm up to episode number 47. What are you doing? We apologize. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I realized something. You guys have introduced yourselves in the first few episodes uh, about your background and how uh, you met and all that. Yeah. But uh, that was before Jacob came on. He just kind of showed up one day, and I would like to know more about Jacob's background and how you guys met. Well, that makes none of us. Thanks a lot. This is from Mo, your resident rule scoop. All right, next scoop mail. Mo, I was <laughs> born a poor black child. <laughs> That's all you need to know about me. Seriously, though, we finished the catalog because we get to know Jacob a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's some get to know you emails in there that, that get answered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have one here from Sad Scoop of Steve. Oh, Hello, no. all. 
Thank you for reading this. It might be my celebrity Italian air show. What? I just ran across a bizarre celebrity BS story that got me wondering why the hell uh, even do something this stupid. Sure, celebs do a lot of stupid things, but this one is incredibly bizarre. Hopefully you guys have heard of the Nixon enemies list, which was uh, really three lists. But anyway, it all came out during the Watergate hearings. The names and organizations were published in newspapers across the land in 1973. You can find copies in internet archives of newspapers and the Wikipedia entries are accurate too. What are newspapers? Uh, it's these papers that have news on them. Ooh. It's what you check for your openings. <laughs> <laughs> check your openings for them. Okay. Uh, as soon as it was published, many of the people named immediately claimed it as a badge of honor. Washington Star con- columnist Mary McGorry uh, said that it was the nicest thing that had ever happened to her. It, after June 1973, it was no secret who was on the list, and uh, many who were on them began bragging about it immediately. Except for one fellow, apparently very mod- uh, modest, a uh, quaint, uh, a quiet, humorous stand-up comedian and accomplished director that I've been a fan of since the 1970s. Never remember him being mentioned being on the list before, uh, although Nixon was a major part of his material in the 1970s. While I was listening to Gilbert's show several weeks ago, the uh, Gilbert show that the award-winning Ice Cream Social recently trounced in the podcast awards, what this is... guy told a story of being on the Nixon enemies list. Oh. He spoke with his smooth, intellectual style about being on the list and how Nixon sent agents and hecklers to his show and then followed him around the country. Yikes. Eventually, during the Watergate hearings, he spotted one of the agents behind someone who was testifying before the committee. Uh, somehow... I'm lost. Where are we now? This is uh, somebody talking about being on the Nixon enemy list during a Gilbert Gottfried podcast. Okay. And this is about him being disappointed in a celebrity? I'm not sure. Okay. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're not there yet. Uh, somehow, this one, this one set of his stories that I had missed, uh, somehow this was one set of his stories that I would kind of missed, and I kind of felt bad that I had apparently not seen much of his stuff in the past 10 years. So I googled up the basics and found an interview he did at the First Amendment Society in 2002. This seems to be where he first came out as a member of the Nixon enemies list. He was wearing poop And he was number sheets. 20. <laughs> like a toga. The story sounded a bit off, so I looked at I, I looked up the lists and couldn't find him. I thought it was a Wikipedia editing error, so I dug up the source documents that are very easy to find. What a fucking liar! That shitbag is not on any of them. To make it even worse, Mary McGorgie was number 20 on the original list. Representatives uh, John Conyers of, District, uh, of Detroit is number 20 on the longer list, and Gary Hart is number 20 on the third one. David fucking Steinberg is in interview after interview since 2002 talking about being on the Nixon enemies list when he wasn't and about those ever-changing heckling henchmen. Perfect. This is the place to bring it up. If there's one place where you can get your Nixon justice, it is Hay Scoops. <laughs> Matt and Matt is Ice Cream Social. We have been doling out Nixon Richard enemy Nixon, list justice. Nixon enemy list justice. Since 1973. We almost, you can look. we almost called this podcast Richard Nixon Enemy List Justice. Yeah. Look it up. We're actually number 23 <laughs> on that list. Absolutely. Uh, here's the thing about this. Are we done with this? Uh, fuck you in the face, David Seinberg. Uh, yeah. Fuck everybody who interviewed him. Fuck everybody. That's that scoop of Steve. It is weird that the journalists did never call them on it. Uh, it's not weird that he did this. I think this is the kind of thing that's actually quite common. Uh, remember the guy who basically said he was in the buildings when 9-11 happened, and then he said in one interview, then he kept saying another interview? Oh, yeah. And then, and, yeah, he just... And this is a modern technology where you have access to everything in clips and everything in the news. I mean, it's very possible this guy 
thought he was on the list or someone asked him in a press interview he was on the was list? Was it Brian Williams in a downed helicopter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Maybe yeah. somebody told him he was on the list. That's and what he I mean, just like, believed it. I don't know if that list, you know, without the internet, I don't know if that list would be readily available all the time to anyone who wanted to cross-reference it. And so, and then if you got... It'd at least be a trip to the library. Yeah, and if he got any attention out of it, it's so hard to imagine him backing off of that later on and apologizing. And it could be a situation like what Penn was talking about at our bucket show last week. Yeah. There was this uh, circus performer who was yeah. a fire-eating uh, little person yeah. who was told a couple of times as a kid that he was in uh, the Munchkin scene in The yeah. Wizard of Oz. Well, he never was, and it got to the point where he believed it. Yeah. I believe that has definitely happened with David Steinberg here. <laughs> hmm and if you're still getting credit for that now in 2017, more power to you. Yeah. If you're getting any credit off of Nixon, yeah. I mean, if anyone's benefiting from Nixon ever, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I wouldn't be as upset about it as what I'm saying. It's disappointing, sure. Yeah, it's disappointing. But take it down a peg. Um, well, I think it's, you know, you've been able to now see what. This guy's about not. Yeah. To Listen, as a, as a as a Guinness World Record holder and a gold medalist, I can tell you, <laughs> it's not worth worrying about it. <laughs> it's not worth worrying about it. Uh, we have a scoop of disappointment. Oh, actually, you know what? I, I I did actually bring this up. Okay, I was a part of a Guinness World Record uh, when I was in the Virgin Islands. We lined up as many people as possible. And we did the world's longest tequila slam, and I have a T-shirt that said I was a Guinness World Record holder because I wore it that day that I did it. Would everybody drink at the same time? Take you, one big you shot? You do a chain. Yeah, you could chain of shots. Okay. It had to be like a cocktail shot. You couldn't do straight liquor or else it, Guinness wouldn't do it. Yeah. So it was like a tequila a splash of Sprite or some bullshit. But everyone lined up. We had numbers and video cameras there and we filmed it and made the local paper and then and I had the t-shirt and I later found out that he never sent in the stuff. Ah, he didn't go about the proper Guinness He didn't Guinness go about stuff. the proper, the full Guinness thing. So he had the, he had the, the, he never filled the paperwork. He had the video, never sent the video and the paperwork into Guinness. He never officially got the world record. But we all were part of the event. With that in mind, I still kept, like, as a fun, I used to, I used to put it on my special skills section of my, of my, um, of my World resume. record tequila shot. Yeah, world record, Guinness world record holder, hoping they'd ask me for the record and that would be conversation starter. All sure. I ever wanted to do in, uh, in uh, auditions is, Put something with my special skills that made someone ask me a question so I could have sure. a conversation with the person behind the desk. That's key right there. And so that worked. And for many, many years, I talked about being a Guinness World Record holder, even though I knew that the paperwork was never sent in. Mm -hmm. I knew that I participated in the event, and that was enough for me. There you go. I eventually worked for Guinness World Records and then found myself wanting to talk about that. And then that was the first time I shut up about it. I was like, no, they have access to the records. They They'll know. They know that I they was not. They know. Yeah. Uh, so I always put uh, butt tussing as my special skill. Right. And Paul, let's be truthful about it. You've only been the recipient of someone else's butt tussing. You've never actually butt tussed yourself. I would never butt tuss myself. I'm not a fool. Not again. See? Sounds like, all, that's like roofing yourself. We all could grow a little bit. We all could grow and learn. My, if my asshole grows anymore, I'll never find that robotussing bottle. <laughs> Whoa, butt tussing. Bam a lamb. We get tussing on the street, bam a lamb. We tussing on my meat, bam a lamb. Oh, butt tussing, bam a lamb. Butt tussing is hard, bam a lamb. Don't do it in the yard, bam a lamb. Butt tussing. 
I like that butt tussin bam a lamb. That's good. Yeah. That's <laughs> a hit. <laughs> it's a one uh, it's hit. Someone else's hit. It's a one hit blunder. Uh, yeah. All right. What else you got, Jacob? We got one from a scoop of disappointment. Hey oh. there, you lovely gents. It's been a while since my last scoop mail, and I was wondering if I could ask you for some help. We love scoop of disappointment. We do. Yes. I'm currently going through a rough situation. Finally, I'm beginning the process of divorcing my abusive ex. Okay. Good job. It's the final nail in the coffin and the last tie I need to cut before I feel like I can fully move on from my past. Yeah, uh, so yeah, this uh, Scooby just wrote us this, but, but privately we didn't read this on air. I just want to be clear, right? I don't remember if we wrote it on air. I don't or not. think we did. Okay, I don't. I believe she we, she wrote us and we we did not read it on air. So the fact that she's talking about this now is brave. That's yes. all. I'm yes, that's what I'm getting at. Uh, unfortunately, though, it's only been two weeks since I filed. Uh, my ex has shown that he is going to be uncooperative, or at the very least, difficult. Even though I haven't oh. actually spoken to him in about a year, uh, this slightly open line of communication is cutting to my core yep. and bringing up a lot of bad memories. No shit. I am dealing with flashba- flashbacks and panic attacks like I used to have when I first left him, and I feel like an emotional wreck. I was wondering if I could ask you guys to help me come up with a mantra, something I can say to myself when shit hits the fan and I need to feel grounded again. I've written to you in the past, and thank you for all the joy this podcast has given me, and it means a lot more to me uh, now than it, than it even did when I wrote that letter. It would mean the world to me if you could help me figure out a little phrase to bring me back to the present when I feel like I'm being bogged down in the past. I can uh, It can be silly, heartfelt, or just nonsense, but knowing that it comes from a place uh, I find comfort in would make it that much stronger. Thank you so much. I love the shit out of this scoop community, and I am incredibly thankful for all of the laughs that you have given me. Fuck you in the face, face as the past watches, and that is Erica, a scoop of disappointment. Um, thank you so much for writing in this such a horrible situation. Uh, one before I come up with a mantra, I'm trying to think of is that like uh, that's that's what abusive people do, by the way. Yeah. Like this guy, if if very abusive people, once they get a sniff of anything that will give them leverage, they will take it. Mm-hmm. So of course this is going to be difficult. They mentally hold you hostage. Yeah, it's just any chance they get to be able to pull the reins on something to say I'm in charge of this situation, they'll do it. So fucking fuck that guy. Um, ah, that's awful. Uh, but it's it's temporary. You're moving in the right direction. Eventually this will be done. That's the only yep. thing they can say. Um, in terms of a mantra, I don't know. I would say just I- I- exactly like what you're thinking there, Matt. I would say the mantra could be, it's all turning to sand. The strongest thing, the biggest mountain, the most horrible, monstrous thing eventually erodes away. The, uh, the strongest feelings, the most terrible upset, it it never goes away completely, but it becomes far less impactful. And it can and it can be subdued and turned into something much more manageable, but it takes that time. And if you just remember, everything is turning into sand. Everything is turning into sand. So just give it the time that it needs. Know that it's not sand now. It's not that easy, pliable shit yet. But it. But with every, you know, every time you stand up and face it. You're knocking a little bit more down, and it's 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 all turning into sand. I like that. Uh, I like that too. I, I want to add something to it. I, I like that, but I I want to I want to just add. Um, add I want to add some butt tussing to it. First of all, I'll let you. Naturally, I want to add some butt tussing to it. 
But I also want to add that uh, because it's, it's like we were saying, you know, he he's still controlling your life to a degree. Yeah. And I, I want you to take some of that control back. So what I want you to add into uh, the it all turns the sand and these scoops are mine to give. It's it's your life. It's you're the only person that controls your life. You you don't have somebody else out there controlling your life, especially someone that you're in the process of cutting cutting ties with. So uh, it's uh, just these scoops are mine to give. Yeah, yeah. I would. I was gonna. But came to, the mantra that came to my mind, in, in all sincerity, was uh, uh, this is a squishable bug. That's what yeah, I was thinking. I like, like you ever find a bug in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and at first you fucking everything, your your entire body gets covered in terror, and you look up close and you see all the little disgusting features on his arms and legs or whatever, if it's some kind of beetle or cockroach or something like that. And then what you realize is once you assess what you have at your disposal, you find something to squish that fucking bug, mm-hmm. and he is dead and mm-hmm. done with. And so while this you what you have is a fucking ugly ass bug in your bathroom, and this is a squishable and killable bug mm-hmm. and soon you will dispose of it and as just a piece of advice i would just say and maybe you're already doing this as much as much as much as it can be done but as much as can be let the lawyers have the uh the the, the, the communication yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah let you're you're paying somebody to deal with this stuff let them deal with it as much as possible i know you're gonna have to deal with some stuff but but and PTSD, PTSD, PTSD. What the hell? PTSD. I'm gonna get me to the PTSD. Um, I uh, 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 grief counseling. Uh, if you're having, sure. if you're having true PTSD, uh, make sure you're you're speaking to a grief counselor. Remember, yeah. Never forget that you are the victim mm-hmm. and you are a sufferer of trauma, and it is not. You're never meant to simply handle this alone or show the burden alone, and it's not necessarily normal. A normal person doesn't have to handle it alone. Never be afraid to seek help. Never be afraid that you that it comes off weak or that someone else getting might help handle is it fine. better. Getting help is a a okay. Yeah, the same way you get a, a lawyer to help you with legal with legal stuff because yeah. they understand it better. You go to somebody that can help you with that shit because they've yeah. they've studied it. They they yeah. know it and they they they're good at it. You're not supposed to handle this alone. And uh, don't forget to remind yourself how far you've come already. Yeah, you've made huge strides that many people never even get close to your situation. And this is, you know, one more hurdle. This is this is life. Every time you reach a new plateau, another hurdle can come up. And that's, you know, that's never going to completely stop either. But don't be ashamed to kind of pat yourself on the back a little bit and realize how much you've accomplished already so far yeah. in getting to this point even. So this is a place a lot of people don't even make it to. Yeah. Many people stay in terrible situations forever. Oh, we I'm got one, one now. I have a podcast partner who is useless. I you mean, wouldn't just believe. Hard to just really. I deal. have a similar situation. <laughs> it's uh, weird. Parallel lives, me and Matt. Parallel lives. I have two of those situations. <laughs> if I just had one of those situations, I'd be really happy. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got one here from Scoop and Wolf. Okay. Felations, you fabulous festive favor idea giving fuckers. After listening to episode 259, Renee! Renee! I just knew what I had to get my friend and fellow scoop for Christmas. That's right, a Vagpula. <laughs> a Vagpula. A Vagpula. A Vagpula. A spatula. Yeah. Did we say vagpula or vagpula? Whatever. Was there a P in there? I don't know. You can spell it however you fucking want. If you stick it in your vag, spell it how you like. The spatula vag was hanging right there the whole time. Spatula. Vagula. 
It's a bachelor. Bachelor. Yeah. My question though is, how do I give this to her without her boyfriend, the reason that she needs a sex toy in the first place, <laughs> oh. wanting to kick my ass? Wait Thanks a for minute. the laughs, Scoop and Wolf. P.S. Oh. I ruined the obelisk scheme uh, when I went for a sleep study. Uh, Red, uh, re getting my fat guy breathing mask uh, by turning on two of the nurses working that night onto ICS. Apparently, the tales from the Taco Bell hospital really hit home for them. Good, 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 good. Uh, go for it. Break the fucking mold. Don't really though. Yeah, break the vagula mold. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's no, something else. Got, there's something else going on here. Huh? Yeah. Wait a minute here, yeah, Scoop and Wolf. About to go give a uh, give a sex toy to a friend. Giant quotes. Uh, you guys don't give sex toys to friends. Oh, let me uh, let me just say this: If you think this girl's attractive, if you would fuck this Which girl, she clearly, was single. Hello. Which you do. Do not get her a sex toy. <laughs> it is not your job. Well, you can encourage her to go buy her own. Right. But if I found out. That someone bought my wife a sex toy, and they were a heterosexual male that wanted to possibly bang her. I would. I would butt go about, tussing them. I would go about banging them give with them that a, sex toy. I'd give them the butt tussing. Uh, that is bad news. That is not your responsibility. And the fact that you want to do it secretly is a real fucking bad idea, dude. And let me tell you something <laughs> else. Um, that is a friendship true. Idea. Because here's the thing. If this guy finds out, if you get this to her, and then somehow in a bad series of events, he ends up finding out and ends up being you. That's a bad day. Yeah. And then she doesn't break up with him immediately, your friendship is over. Yeah. It's done. Could be. Could be. I mean, we don't know all the ins and outs of we the don't. relationship. It might be a real fun kind of ha-ha, la-la-la. Well, after he gives her the sex toy, there's going to be lots of it if, if he doesn't hey, want the boyfriend hello. to know... Yeah, then they, if you really... And he's referencing you, the boyfriend not satisfying right. her sexually? If you really don't want the boyfriend to know if this is a real deal, like, oh, yeah, yeah then yeah, you better be careful. Don't do it. Just get her a <laughs> gift certificate to a sex toy shop. Ooh, that's less that's intrusive. Nice. That's a nice move there, Jacob. <laughs> also, like, uh, if she's not in a great relationship, just tell her you want to fuck her and that, that you probably should guys go out. Yeah, give her a card that says, one free boyfriend when you break up with your old one. <laughs> And don't sign that. Good for one free boyfriend <laughs> when you drop your loser. But, uh, yeah. Signed, Anonymous. I would destroy someone who bought my wife a sex toy. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Oh, well, then there was a conversation that you and I do not need to have. Oh, Be man. careful. Uh-oh. <laughs> How big was it that you gave it? What was it? It was a uh, life size. Just normal, normal size. What, what size is that? I mean, 13 inches. Oh, Jesus. Just, just standard. Just standard cock standard. size. Standard. That explains a lot. <laughs> standard. <laughs> Boo. Oh, uh, we got it. Oh, this is not a scoop mail. This is a Jack versus Nerd. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Explosion. From Water Ice Scoop. Hey guys, I've had a Jack vs. Nerd idea stewing in my head hole for a while now and I've finally gotten around to writing it. I've never written into a show before, but I figured if I'm willing to drive to Montclair, New Jersey to meet you and the other scoops, writing a stupid email should be easy. My Jack vs. Nerd is a twist on others that I've heard, but I don't remember this exact take. My questions revolve around fantasy sports. For Matt, they regard sports that take place in the Star Trek universe. 
For Paul, they revolve around the game that jocks play where they pretend to run football teams and uh, never realize the irony that they are playing an RPG. Jacob, the answer key is at the bottom. Good. All right. First for Matt, what is the name of the sport that Commander Riker and his father engage in during an, during the truly awful uh, Star Trek TNG episode, The Icarus Factor? Oh, All right, now, Scoops, I'm going to ask you this one more time. Okay. When you send in, I'm going to stall for Matt as, as well. Thank you. Uh, when you send in a, a jock versus nerd, go ahead and put the answer right under the question that you ask. Don't make me scroll back and forth to see what it is. Jacob's getting picky today, Paul. You notice that? He's pretty picky about the ringtone work. He didn't, didn't, get, his butt, he didn't get his butt tussed properly. I, I did not. not. For a guy who partied today till 12.30, you think? He needs that butt tussing. Yeah. Like I only had like a 12 and a half hour party yesterday. It's you know, a, little, a little picky today. Mm. Right. Uh, so what's the name of the sport? Is it three-dimensional chess, uh-huh. Quidditch, Anbo Jiu-Jitsu, or Tuskunky? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. It's not Quidditch. That's from Harry Potter. All right, good. Okay, three-dimensional chess uh, is where my inclination is to go to. All right. The Icarus is the name of the episode, right? So it probably implies something else. The other one was, what was it? Ambo-jitsu. Ambo-jitsu? Ambo-jujitsu. It's ambo-jitsu. It's ambo-jitsu. The fact that Paul's correcting it makes me feel like it's that. (laughs) It is. All right, I'm going to guess, Jacob, are you listening? I am. I'm going to guess Ambo-Jitsu or Ambo-Jujitsu is incorrectly written on your Uh, page. Let me scroll down to the answer key here. That is correct. All right, I nailed it. It's Ambo-Jitsu. Ambo-Jitsu. Number one fighting style. Riker and his dad do it. Great. Good Good. talk. What a good show. I can't wait to check it out. (laughs) (laughs) Riker fights his dad with Ambo-Jitsu. Rushing to the... DVR right now. Yeah, oh, oh fuck that. you, Jacob. You did. You, I gotta get you watching some good Trek, man. There's some really good Trek out there. Well, You're missing out. If you had referred to it by like an actual title of a of a, of a television show and not by a nickname like Good Trekking, <laughs> like Good Trek, get the Trekking, Jacob, get the Trekking. I would be so much more likely to watch it. Good Trek is so good. Bad Trek is so bad. It's awesome. All right, Matt. Question number two for you. You're one for one. All right. Uh. What quality is shared amongst the employees of Quark's Bar who run the Dabo Wheel? Uh, A, they're all holographs. Okay. Uh, B, they're all hot women. C, they're all people who owe Quark money. Or D, they are all tribbles. Okay, hold on a second here. They're not tribbles because tribbles are those little fucking creatures, right? So they're not tribbles. Okay. I don't know. I don't get this question at all. But uh, there's a bunch of people at the bar. Think right? about a roulette wheel. Okay, that's what a, that's basically what a Dabo wheel is, kind of. Okay, all right. So go through the ch- questions again. All right. So uh, what is what is the quality shared among the employees at this bar? Okay, they're all holographs. They're all hot women. They're they not all, all hot women, or else we'd know that already. They all owe quark money, or they are all tribbles. They're not tribbles. They're not hot women. Why would we know that already? Okay, so down to fifty-fifty here. I'm going to go with the debt thing because Paul used a roulette wheel to describe it. So I'm going to go with they all owe him money. No, they're all hot women. Why would we know that they're all hot women already? They are. Oh, okay. I just thought that, then, then that would be like a metaphor we'd heard other times. I would, we forget we'd have heard that joke referenced in some other way. Yeah. No, I mean, it's not like double girls. There's not a ton of them. Chase Masterson was the main. Oh, so they're just making fun of the Playboy Club or something basically, like that. Basically. Okay. Okay. A, little, a little bit. I mean, it's, yeah, it's Quark's, right, so Quark's bar, man. I'm wrong then, yeah? Yes. Okay. Uh, 
why does Dr. Julian Basher have an unfair advantage in the game of darts? Julian Bashir. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry that I mispronounced your question Basher. and that I have surely thrown off your answer. <laughs> Basher. Bashir. Julian Bashir. Terrorist. Dr. Julian Bashir. I'm Dr. Julian. All right. Why does Julian? How many questions? How many answers? How many uh, things? Are there? You've got three more questions. Okay. All right. Including this one. Okay. Then I'm going to start answering faster. All right. Uh, why does he have an unfair advantage in the game of darts? Okay, a. He is part dart. B. He has a cybernetic eye that gives him better eyesight. <laughs> C. He is genetically enhanced. Or D. He is so annoying people let him win so the game ends quickly. <laughs> oh, I wish that were true. I'm going to go with B. Uh, it is C. See. He is genetically enhanced. Uh, He's genetically enhanced. Wouldn't the eye count as that? I'm kidding. Go ahead. All right, next question. <laughs> no, that's a robot. Uh, which actual Earth genetics. sport is Captain Cisco obsessed with on Deep Space Nine? Okay. Poker, baseball, tennis, or curling? We go with poker. Nope. It is baseball. baseball. All right. <laughs> next question. Paul, your odds are looking up. Yeah. Uh, what characteristic of Data makes it hard for him to play the game of poker? His species is, in, is incapable of lying. Correct. A. He, uh... Would you like to hear the other answers? No. Wrong. Okay, what is it? He does not have emotions. He's not a species. He doesn't have emotions. He's an android. Why would that make you bad at poker? I don't know. It seems like that'd make you good at poker. Yeah, I agree. Fuck Star Trek. He can't fake emotions. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You don't need to fake emotions to win at poker. No, but you didn't. All right, Matt, you were one for five on that one. I'm going to write, I'm writing the uh, trivia Congress about the quest, the last question. The last question was a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. If you have no emotions, you'd be great at poker. You'd think. Uh, let's see. I so, know. I, he can't read emotions very well. Oh, That's the problem. Okay, so he can't read a player. Yeah. Uh, Paul, in the yeah. lingo of fantasy football, what does the term PPR stand for? Oh. Partially paralyzed receiver, <laughs> penalties per run, mm-hmm. picks per return, or points per reception? Points per reception. That is it. All right, we're now only, tied. Only one that made any damn sense. We're now tied. All right. Uh, what do you call a team where the players can remain on a fantasy, fantasy team for multiple seasons, i.e. they don't have to be drafted again? A legacy, legacy league, a keeper league, a holder league, or a plantation league? Legacy league. Uh, or they call it holder league. I'm going with legacy. Now he says it's keeper league. Oh, well, okay. Whatever. I would have said keeper league as well. Yes. Right. Uh, where you can... What, what he's really describing is actually a dynasty league. Oh. That's, that's what I'm in. But that's, that's a guy with Joan Crawford on it. Yeah. <laughs> Guy, you know, exactly. I don't play. Fa- I don't play fake football. That Joan Crawford. I'll tell you that. No, fuck no. Dynasty. I'm a, I'm a fucking professional. Damn. What is the type of draft that is most commonly used in fantasy leagues? A snake draft, Miller Genuine draft, auction draft, or secret draft? Auction draft. It is a snake draft. My really, butthole. it should be auctioned by now. Uh, a snake is still the most common. I know, but it's just dumb. Auction is just better. <laughs> auction okay. is just superior. It really All is. Right. When a player is known as a handcuff, which of the following applies? That player has a criminal history. That player is a fan of Fifty Shades. The player is the assumed backup for a star player. The player must remain on the team and cannot be traded or cut. The last one. That is incorrect. Boo. It is a, he is assumed the, the assumed backup for a star player. Normally, after a player is dropped from a team, that player cannot be added to another team immediately. Mm-hmm. What is the term for this player's condition? Oh, okay. He is on hold. Mm-hmm. He is on waivers. He is reserved. He is Randy Moss. <laughs> uh, on waivers. He is on waivers, oh. and that gives Paul the win. Yay. 
Two to one. Exciting. God damn it. You were both terrible on that. You're terrible. Hope you guys enjoyed. Sadly, I cannot be at Superfest 2016 as I simply do not have the funds, but I hope to attend future events and I will always drive to North Jersey for you. Now that's love. Gently inserting my papers into your openings, Water Ice Scoop. Thank you, Water Ice Scoop. Thank you for those great questions. Thank you for writing in. Hey, if you want to write in a Jack vs. Nerd or a Scoop Mail to be read on air, you go to HeyScoops.com. You can fill out a little email form right there on the front page. That goes right to... Uh, and if you want to skip our page, which, you know, we could use the hit, but what the fuck do you care? It's just, <laughs> it's just admin at mattandmanning.com, and that gets, us, gets you in the pool. Go to the page. Uh, to be possibly selected to, to do it. Um, if you feel like writing a review for us on any of the things that you listen to our podcast, like iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or we're now on our iHeartRadio, uh, or on Google Play. Uh, any reviews that you write, we track those down and we take little quotes out of them. We put it right on a rotating, uh, a rotating uh, thing on our front page. So, so, so do that. Help us out and we can get you on there. Um, if you want to back us on Patreon, you can do that. Uh, but uh, wait, before I do that, we should just finish the thank yous, right? Yep. I got ahead of myself. Okay, I want to thank Pendula for getting this podcast. Paul, we're going to thank other people. Who else do we want? What, uh, what style do we want? Uh, what style? Yeah. Uh, let's thank them as animal noises. <laughs> Animal noises? Mm-hmm. All right. I want to thank Lorne Moo Oliver. I want to thank Jake Schneider, which is the sound a snake makes when it sheds its skin. <laughs> I want to thank Matthew Schmiel. Schmiel, 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 Schmiel. I want to thank Jameson Fisher, which is the sound that an old sea hand makes when he gives you a reach around at 3 a.m. in the middle of the ocean. I want to thank Michael. So you want to describe the sound? I'm just trying to make it an animal sound. <laughs> I don't You're know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, it's beyond me. I'm looking at these amounts, and I'm so intimidated that we're not giving them a good thank you. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of t-shirt people here. Um, I love you. Just know that. Uh, I want to thank, uh, Michael Giuliano, uh, which is the, uh, sound a, uh, uh, a Spanish, uh, snake makes when you yank it. <laughs> that's, that's factual. I want to thank Jennifer Stevenson, which is the sound that an antelope makes when it is whispering in the night. Uh, I want to thank, uh, Michael Moore, which is the sound an owl makes when it's making a documentary. I want to thank Jessica Vota, which is the sound that a toucan makes when it is seeking its young. Vota! Vota! I want to thank Phil Tomlinson, a.k.a. Jonathan Australia, which is the sound adorable kittens make falling downstairs that are heavily carpeted and mm. don't get harmed in any way. There you go. There you <laughs> Tomlinson. Go. Mm-hmm. I want to thank uh, Joe James, which is the sound that the uh, elusive jingly spider makes as it's making its web. Joe James, Joe James, Joe James, Joe James. <laughs> James to James. I want to thank uh, Salina, which is the sound uh, 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 a worm makes. Ooh. I want to thank uh, Jolé Hébert, which is the sound that uh, a happy grizzly makes when it's been told a good joke. I made Jolé Hébert. You made this Hébert Jolé. I want to thank Stephen Eames, which is the sound a sloth makes over the course of an hour and a half. I want to thank John Blankenship, which is the sound that a manatee makes when it strikes the bottom of your boat. I want to thank uh, Tim Warnicky, which is the sounds uh, uh, turtles make to each other to attempt mating. Mm, I want to thank Jordan Campbell, which is the sound that soup makes. The, the animal soup? Mm-hmm. The, the, the elusive uh, 
Of chicken, all the times we've thanked Jordan Campbell and Aaron, with, how many times have we made a soup joke, do you chicken think? Chicken soup with rice. 100%? Do we always make a soup joke? All right, let me make another joke. I want to thank Jordan Campbell. What do you mean another joke? You haven't made a joke. Wah, 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 wah. I want to thank Jordan Campbell, which is the sound that you hear in the heart of darkness. Uh, nice. How about that? I want to thank uh, Toby Sullivan, uh, which is the sound an Irish drunk makes in the woods. I want to thank Kate Keller, which is the sound that workmen make when they're on the job looking at hot girls they're all cake colors i'm a cake caller no that didn't work i want to thank <laughs> t patrick smith worked as good as your others <laughs> mini scoop uh which is the sound a beaver makes when patting his tail on a, on a dam <laughs> i like that i want to thank uh christy radley which is the sound that the ice eel makes as it burrows into its nest christy radley I want to thank Travis Peters, a.k.a. Scorbutic, uh, which is the sound uh, a raccoon makes right before you throw him in a lake. I want to thank Lou Brown, which is the sound that a wolf makes when it's taking a real heavy dump. Lou Brown. Poor raccoon. Lou Brown. I don't want to air this episode anymore. <laughs> I want to thank Cameron Kiddo, Cameron Powell, uh, Charles Jiski. Turn the page, motherfucker. Uh, Chris Baker, Chris Hall, Who uh, Deezy, Christopher Huff, Clayton Shuni. Uh, let's see, Daniel Brown and Dave Bogus. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Hey, if you want to be thanked on air or get a uh, preview to all the rewards we just detailed in this episode, make sure you go to patreon.com slash hey scoops. P A T R E O N dot com slash hey scoops. If you don't want Paul to do your thank yous, just mention that. <laughs> it's actually a level below. So you want Paul out. <laughs> Uh, if you just want Jacob to thank you normally, it's a lesser it's a lesser amount. Um, all right. I want to thank uh, all the audio mafia, the visual mafia people, and of course, all the people on our social media team. We are Hey Scoops across the board in all social media you can think of. Um, just think of it. There. Hey Boom. Scoops. <laughs> uh, I want to thank my comedy partner, Paul Mattingly. Uh, I'd like to thank Matt Donnelly. You can follow him at Sweet Matty D. You can follow Paul at The Famous Paul. And of course, there's Jacob, the audio guy. You can follow him at Audio Guy Jacob. That's right. So backwards. <laughs> I couldn't get Jacob the audio in there. Jacob, the fit. audio guy was taking. No, it's too long. It doesn't fit. It's just like me, Paul. It's too long. It's too long. There's a there's a girl. Jacob, the audio guy, is too many characters for a Twitter name. Okay. There's a your dick is too long. There's a girl drawing shit stained sheets. I want you to meet. <laughs> Um. All right. She, she needs you to follow her around everywhere as her butt plug. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. Please be subscribing. Turn people on to our podcast by participating in the Obelisk scheme. Turn one and only one person onto our podcast. Otherwise, yeah, don't go it's nuts. a pyramid scheme. If you can do it by actually turning them on, yeah. that would be really nice. Like, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, so nice, and you should listen to Hey Scoops. A suggestion we haven't made in, made in a while is uh, feel free to take someone's phone. And subscribe them to uh, Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Yeah, there's a time that legitimately helped our numbers. <laughs> there's a time that straight up added like a thousand downloads a week. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah, that's a fun way to do it. Tell them that we're like you too. Like and we just you, suddenly appear on yeah, your phone. Do your parents not know? Do they have an iPhone and they don't know they have a podcast app? That's a good place to subscribe to us. My mother-in-law is, is subscribed to our, to our podcast. It's a perfect place to subscribe. The, the phones of the elderly are where we will find an eternal home. All right, taking away dipping dots, Jack. We'll see you soon.
you're an old lady if you just found us on your phone. Hi there. <laughs> if you're an old lady, you found us on your phone and you listened all the way to this end, I want to fucking meet you. I want to take the meat out. <laughs> if you're my mother-in-law and you found this on your phone. Sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. Uh, but stick around because it's time for them drums. Them drums out. Graham Whitaker would like a limerick about fog on your glasses when cooking. Dedicated to my jungle juice spitting wife who has the scoop name Spitting Jungle Juice Scoop. <laughs> my cooking is really spectacular. When you when I cook, you can't wait for me to get it at you. But uh <laughs> really? When my glasses are fogged. <laughs> I don't like to get bogged down, so I use my vagula. <laughs> there we go. There we yeah. go. Voodoo Chili Scoop would like a limerick about helping Ryer get the Scoop Mobile for Scoop Fest, dedicated to all the scoops on his route to Vegas. By the way, you can go to Kickstarter.com and uh, if you search for Scoop uh, Scoop Mobile, two different words, Scoop Mobile, uh, you can uh, help fund Ryer get his Scoop Mobile to Las Vegas. He'll drive both near and far. He'll pick you up and take you to a bar. But you gotta give money. Ain't nothing free, honey. Help him buy this big stupid car. Yep. And uh, Scooperman would like a limerick about having an online order accidentally duplicated more than a year later uh, dedicated to Guitar Center's IT staff. I bought this once at your store, but I guess you thought I wanted more. But I have a wife, and she's mine for life. I don't need another Asian whore. <laughs> you know Guitar Center sells Asian whores? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, I knew that. You know now. Nice. Loopy Scoop uh, says, in honor Pete, of my don't favorite... send me back. Please <laughs> just keep me. I know I'm an accident order. Please keep me. <laughs> don't send me back. I don't want to go back in the pack. I don't want to go back in the envelope. I got a duplicate from Amazon the other day. Yeah. Not a not a terribly cheap item either, but they sent me two of two of the item. Only charged me for one. Uh, oh, good. I, I sent it back. Oh. I did the nice thing. Jacob. Yeah. They even have something on their returns page... It's like, you know, reason for your return. Yeah. One of them is on there. I didn't, I didn't order this. Yeah. That's nice. It's like, oh, they, that must happen often. Mm. Uh, Loopy Scoop says, in honor of my favorite scoop mail ever, I would love a limerick about Raul and his dirty bagels. <laughs> Dedicated to all the hardworking food industry personnel who don't stick their junk in the food that they're serving. My wiener's love is severe. You want to taste? Get over here. Bagels and locks? How about bagels and cocks? Take a lick of my dick with some schmear. Jesus. Schmear. <laughs> that was a good one. That was really good. <laughs> you gotta move on to haikus after that. Scoop John B. Would like a haiku about a periscope tour at work being interrupted by pesky customers. This is going out to Sassy Scoop. What? Getting interrupted by pesky customers? A periscope tour. A periscope tour. Okay. Getting interrupted by pesky customers. I am filming now. (laughs) 
You need help with this right now? I am filming now. <laughs> and finally, it's time for our new toy. The Triple Threat. Oh, man. I just love the music of music's, Triple Threat. Music's pretty good. Jeff Harris would like a Triple Threat about tacos. Dedicated to tacos. 185 tacos walk into a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve tacos here. The bartender's like, uh, well, tough. And the taco's like, oh, man, this is such a shell game. <laughs> I like my women like I like my tacos. Filled with meat. Uh, they call me the tacos because I look all steamy and nice. But as soon as you... Hold me, I kind of come apart in your hands. <laughs> Jessica Vettel would like a triple threat dedicated to my husband, Joey, and it's about jelly beans. They call me the jelly beans because I come in your basket once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Nest. I like my women like I like my jelly beans. Every now and then they taste like licorice. Oh. <laughs> uh... They call me the they call me the jelly beans because uh, just when you least expect it, you find me on the floor of your car. <laughs> One hundred eighty five jelly beans walking to the bar. The bartender says we don't serve jelly beans here, and the jelly beans say why not? And the bartender says we only serve Jelly Belly brand. They're jelly beans, sure, but they're Jelly Belly. They're a specific type, and the secret is that the flavoring is mixed into the slurry in the center. The slurry core is what really gives the bean its distinct flavor. Most of your jelly beans, you lick the outer candy shell and you're left with a gelatinous core without flavoring. Jelly Belly flavors the, the core slurry. And that's all we serve here. Jesus. <laughs> I like my women like I like my jelly beans. Handed to me by a giant fucking rabbit. <laughs> Matt Daughtery would like a triple threat dedicated to people sticking stuff up their urethras. <laughs> and the word for this one is urethra. <laughs> uh, 185 urethras walk into the bar. Barton says, we don't serve 185 urethras. 185 urethras say, ah, oh, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> 185 urethras walk to the bar. Barton says, piss off. <laughs> I like my women like I like my urethras with a uh, flared ended rod inside of them. <laughs> they call me the urethra because it's hard to get a tongue in me. And when you do, you might not like what you find. <laughs> I like my women like I like, like my urethras with a faint burning sensation. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Matt Glowacki uh, would like a triple threat uh, dedicated to uh, Hepcat about waffles. Waffles. <laughs> All right. 185 waffles walked into a bar. says, what'll it be? And, 100, and 185 waffles are like, ah, oh, well, I was thinking about maybe getting a beer, but then, ah, uh, wine sounds so good. Um, do you have martinis? Ah, I don't know what to do. I just can't figure out what I want. 185 waffles walk into the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve. And before he can even get the rest of the word out, they're all running away, scared. And the bartender says, well, I guess those were chicken and waffles. <laughs> Did we do all three on that one? No. no. Oh. They call uh, me the waffle because uh, you want 
you want to get that batter in that pan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Guys, you know what I mean? Glad we stuck around for that one. You guys know what I, I'm like, about? I like my women like I like my waffles. Their clit looks like a distended, horrible waffle. <laughs> I like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got Jacob good. <laughs> I like my women like I like my waffles. <coughs> Cold. Until I bang him against the counter, and then we get all toasty. <laughs> Rikov Ivan says, hello, you face-fucking connoisseurs. Let's play some triple threat. All right. Topic, haikus, and it's dedicated to everyone who loves, li- <laughs> who loves limericks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's so fucking meta. It's oh, so fucking meta. My brain's hurting trying to wrap my brain around this joke. <laughs> all right, haikus. 185 haikus. Walking into the bar, bartender says, God bless you. <laughs> I like my women like I like my haikus, short and sweet. I like my women like I like my haikus. Uh, five feet tall, uh, seven feet <laughs> wide, and five feet long. <laughs> they call me the haiku because everyone's always a little confused about what exactly I am. <laughs> they call me the haiku because you're excited when I first start and you're disappointed at the end. They call me the haiku because I'm uh, the quarterback for an all-Japanese football team. Haiku. Gesundheit. <laughs> Run the play. Haiku. Sit, sit. Haiku. Scorbutic would like a triple threat dedicated to Corey, the seemingly forgotten camel. Yeah. And it's all about NFL coaches. Mm. 185 NFL coaches walking to the bar. The bartender says, I'm sorry, we don't serve NFL coaches here. The coaches say, fuck you and buy the bar. <laughs> All right. Uh, NFL Literal. coaches, it is? Yeah. Uh, 185 uh, NFL coaches uh, walk into a bar, and before they can order a drink, uh, about 60 of them are fired. <laughs> Must have been a Monday. Yeah. I like my women like I like my NFL coaches. She tells 11 guys exactly what to do to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I like my women, like like my NFL coaches. They're, they're willing to put in a 16-hour film session. <laughs> <laughs> I like my women like I like my NFL coaches. Really angry about something that doesn't really matter in the big picture. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, they call me they call me the NFL coach because even though I only work 16 Sundays a year I'm never home. <laughs> How about we do some songs? Hooray! David Walker says, "Can I get a song about sending weird things from the internet to my friend's wife because she wouldn't tell me what to get for her wedding gift?" Now including a song written and performed by a multiple award-winning podcaster and star of Fifty Shades the Musical parody. You wouldn't tell me what to buy So I had to guess and wonder why I got this song for you I'll try to get you something You won't make you cry But 
This will probably make you sad or even make you really mad But you wouldn't tell me what to get for you from me What the fuck do you want, huh? Maybe Tell me what to get you Next time Next time just say what you want <laughs> Just when somebody asks you what you want for a gift Say I would like a blender There you go Ask for a blender A blender no, is a perfectly nice wedding nobody gift Nobody wants a fucking blender Hey, a blender is a good wedding gift. Mm, give him a sword. Give him a rare sword. Sure. <laughs> Nobody will say no. I suppose not. <laughs> Eric Dossier would like a song about why people are such assholes. This is dedicated to people who are not assholes. Okay. They talk lots of shit. From morning to night They just never quit It's simply not right These fucking assholes Make me want to get in a fight That's why most people are an ass They put their opinions on Twitter and such Hey! They talk way too loudly Don't have a soft touch They may say I'm sorry But they don't mean it much That's why most people are an ass I've seen motherfuckers try to be Cool and polite But come the night They're shit That's it They're so full of garbage From the stem to the stern When will I ever fucking learn People are an ass I'm sick of defending Humans in general They're more like the opening Right below your genital If they keep it up I'm gonna wanna put them all In the hospital Face it Most people Come on, face it Most people are an ass Yeah! Most people are an ass. Right? They're just an ass. Assholes. Stupid asshole. Uh, the next one is a little bit different. Ice oh. Blue Scoop says, I up my Patreon donation to the $50 level in hopes of getting Paul to sing with true sincerity the Rainbow Connection as himself. Dedicated to this humble dreamer of a Stanley Cup won by the Blues paraded down Market Street in St. Louis. You don't want it sung as Kermit? I think they just wanted it as you. All right. They say they say <clears throat> they wanted it as you. Has it got the lyrics? I hope so. 
Because I got most of them down. Yeah, I think uh, we should have the lyrics here. I'll play banjo for you. Someone believed it Look what it's done so far I've heard it too many times To ignore it It's something that I'm supposed to be Someday we'll find it The rainbow connection The lovers the dreamers and me all of us under its spell we know that it's probably magic that was nice <laughs> i knew all the lyrics yeah it was good i didn't have to look at the lyrics uh, Jessica Votau uh, says, I'd like a song about the difficulty of creating a video game character that resembles yourself. This is dedicated to my husband, Joey. Mm. It's hard to make an avatar that looks a damn thing like me. Maybe get the eyes right, maybe the hair we'll see. But it is hard to make an avatar that looks a damn thing like me. Only parts of it are close and the rest is all obscurity. Why can't I simply scan in my features? What do I have to do to fix this creature? This digital monster is nothing like myself. Why won't it simply take in my photo and use that to make me? I just don't know. I'm throwing this video game back on the shelf. Ooh, it's so hard to make an avatar that looks like me. Why does it have to be 
So hard to make an avatar that looks like me So hard to make an avatar that looks like me So hard to make an avatar that looks like me So hard to make an avatar that looks like me So You done now? Yeah, I'm done. I'm okay. good. Just working through some stuff. Good. I'm glad, glad you got through that. Scoop John B. Says, spin the wheel of characters at 25,000website.com slash spin. <laughs> oh, Lord. And I want to hear a song about Ryer and the uh, and that character making a trip to Scoop Fest together. Okay. A road trip with this character and Ryer. The character's going to be... Johnny Australia. <laughs> Dedicated to the poor valet that will have to park the scoop mobile. And to me for having to listen to more fucking Johnny Australia. <laughs> when I'm driving the scoop mobile all the way to Vegas. And I'm picking me up a little Australian guy I hope we can make it all the way to town with no problems But there's a good chance that we might die Yeah, they won't interrupt me if you want 25 Post more mice won't eat any relief Oh wait, here, here's that part right here. Oh. Wait me if we win 20 feet. Pinch my vice, won't he did it relieve? Take my loss and sold it, Jim. Oh, can't drop 55! Yeah! I'm Johnny Australia! Woo! Yeah! Johnny Australia! <laughs> uh, I hate everybody. Uh, let's see here. I don't know that song very well. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you oh, notice, did you no. Notice, I, I, did you notice how I don't know that fucking song? Couldn't tell. I don't listen to Van Hagar. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Uh, let's see. We David have uh, Roth or nothing. <laughs> Scooperman wants a Bavarian drinking song about the increasingly attractive uh, bartender at the Hofbrau House. In uh, this is dedicated to uh, Oktoberfest. Sounds good. You don't have to give me a pronunciation guide for Hofbrau House. I know how to say Hofbrau House. <laughs> Want to see my Wiener Schnitzel? Jawohl! The waitress is so beautiful She looks so good to me She looks even better after every meal So let's have five or three 
The waitress, she is a gorgeous lass with a box of booty fair. And the more I drink, the more I want to come in her hair. The waitress, she is a lovely thing with a lovely smile. And each time she flushes those pearly whites, I think about having the sex. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know that song either, did you? Hell no, I didn't know that song. I was all over the map of that shit. Sean Katz would like to hear a version of any song from Fifty Shades sung by the crackhead who broke into the theater dedicated to Bally's security. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Not this fucking song. Travis Peters, uh, Scorbutic, would like a song about the designated, about being, excuse me. And finally, Scorbutic would like a song about being the designated driver at, and the only sober guy at the wedding in the style of John Bon Jovi, dedicated to the drunken woman that dragged me to the wedding and fellow scoop, Julia Lewis Dreyfus. <laughs> Fucking songs. 
Some people I drink. Some people do not drink. Those that drink, they're different from me. The bride got to drink. So did the father of the bride. The groom is drunk. But I didn't get to drink. You got to drink. You got to drink. I didn't get to drink. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you in the face. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you in the face. Yeah, yeah. These rewards. Yep. <laughs> They're rewarding Reap for me. These rewards. <laughs> it's very rewarding for me watching Paul try to sing that song. Oh, fuck that song. Uh, <laughs> oh, God damn it. See you next week, Scoops. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>